0: mother was born in guayames on january 6 1901 her father alvaro Rivas de santillana believed she was a present from the three kings but valeria bofil my grandmother didn't agree at all she was sure clarisa was born because of the rains in guayames it rains a lot from july to november Gray clouds are always rubbing their bellies against the roofs of houses, shutting out the sun. The rains influenced mother's life from the start. During the rainy season, people stay inside much of the time. Anything can happen then. A sudden gust of wind may bring a tree branch down on your head like a punishment from God, or a wave of mud from the nearby Emahaguas River may roll down the street and whisk you away. Every year from July to November, Abuelo Álvaro moved into Guayames with his family instead of staying in Emahaguas, where he could easily supervise his cane fields and his sugar mill, the Central Plata. He was always bored in town, and for that reason Abuela Valeria usually got pregnant at the end of each July and gave birth at the end of each April. Mother was the first of their six children. As an infant, she was bitten by a mosquito bred in a pool of stagnant rainwater. She developed rheumatic fever, which caused a soplo, a murmur, in her heart. So you could say that she was born because of the rains of Guayames, and also that she died because of them. The house in Guayamés had a balcony that opened out over the main plaza, from which Clarissa watched the Lenten procession every year with her three sisters, Siglinda, Artemisa, Dido, and her only brother Alejandro. Wearing white lace mantillas, the girls would lean their elbows on the rail to get a good view. Lacme, the baby, would peek between the balusters and admire the purple silk platform where Jesus carried the cross on his back and the black velvet one on which la Veronica, with her tear-streaked face, swayed to and fro over a sea of heads. But the Lenten procession didn't elicit any special feelings of piety. For the Rivas de Santillanas, religious excitement and pagan celebration were all part of the same play. Around the middle of December, when the rains had stopped and the canes ripened in the fields, the family moved to Amahaguas, three miles down the coast. Abuelo Álvaro had been born there in 1880. Both his parents had died young, so he had been brought up by two maiden aunts. Alicia, and Elisa Rivas de Santillana. When he was eighteen, his aunts had bought a house in town. With the arrival of the Americans on the island, the quality of life in Guayames had improved greatly. Streets were paved, there was running water, a sewage system, and storm drains had been installed. Abuelo Álvaro's aunts had always pampered him, And even though they were only moderately well off, they spared no expense in his education. He was taught French by private tutors and could do his arithmetic competently enough, but he didn't like to read and was wary of people who read a lot because they seemed to think they were above the rest. Abuelo learned first hand everything there was to know about the sugar industry by struggling to keep his cane fields well tended. His aunts trusted him and put everything in his hands. With their combined fortunes, Álvaro was able to keep Emahaguas in working order. But Alicia and Elisa died during the typhus epidemic that ravaged Guayamés in 1900. Álvaro and Valeria were married that same year. She was sixteen, and he was twenty, so when they moved to Emahaguas, they had the whole house to themselves. Although Abuelo Alvaro was saddened by his aunt's demise, he had been so spoiled that he thought it only natural that they should pass away. They were merely being considerate of his need for housing in his newly married state.